bad days happen, everybody. Bad days happen. It's just moving forward and still celebrating like those small little wins I've learned has been like what keeps me going. Hi there, I'm Caroline, dog mom to Australian Shepherd mix, Layla May. Welcome to Owners Tell All, an Instagram live series where I chat with other dog owners about the successes and struggles of owning a dog. As a first-time dog owner and mental health advocate, my goal is to make new dog owners feel less alone, give hope for those problems people thought they couldn't solve, and match words to how their dog is acting or how they are feeling. Thanks for being here and make sure to follow us on Instagram at L-A-Y-L-A underscore M-A-Y-Y-Y. Um, okay, so we have Kayla here. Um, do you want to tell us like just a little bit like who you are, like how old, where you live? like how old Brewski is and that kind of stuff. Yeah, sure. So my name is Kayla. I am from New England and I recently moved to San Diego probably six years ago or so. And that was kind of on a whim, just drove out here and ended up meeting my husband on Tinder. Kind of crazy. That Um, is. Yeah, we got Brewski. He is a yellow lab. You want to come say hi? Come here. He likes, like, sitting at the table, so hold on, I'll let you guys say hi. If you don't know Brewski, say hi. <laughs> That's Brewski. <laughs> he literally is sitting in his own chair. Um, so I got, we got Brewski as a puppy. He was eight weeks old, and he's now four. He'll be five in November. So, yeah, that's oh, wow. a okay. bit about us. So, yeah, a lot of people think he's a lot younger than he actually is. We always get, like, is he a puppy? Like, how old is he? And I'm like, he's four. Like, <laughs> I definitely but, only thought he was, like, two two-ish you know yeah. like in that range so. yeah everyone thinks that but no he's four but has a ton of energy and yeah it's crazy that's awesome so still kind of like a puppy <laughs> he's still a puppy. yeah puppy at heart for sure yeah for sure. is he your first dog or did you have a dog growing up I had dogs growing up I actually had a chocolate lab um and he is still at my my dad's house so in New England but this is like my first actual dog. Your dog. Yeah. Yep. Um, so is there like some similarities between the two since they're both labs? Honestly, no. Like they're really? like completely polar opposites. Um, it's just funny. Like my other lab is kind of like Brucey definitely has lab qualities, but I think like my other lab is more of like the stereotypical like not reactive, you know, not reactive, like, all, all that, so. Like, all American dog. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Brewski is that, too. You see him with his, like, beer cans, and you're like, that is an American dog. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, okay, I think I want to talk about raw first, um, raw feeding, and then kind of transition into, like, some training stuff, so, when and why did you transition um, to raw, raw feeding? So we actually get this question a lot, and we didn't switch to raw until last summer. So we've only been doing it for like a year now. Um, so he was three at the time. Yeah, three at the time when we transitioned. And we were using kibble for his whole, for his whole first three years. And he was overweight, like 
probably 85 pounds or 88 pounds at his like okay. max, um, which yeah. he's now 66 pounds. So he's lost like a ton oh, of Oh, that's weight. a big difference. But so we were using kibble. Um, and then I watched a documentary called Pet Fooled. I just kind of stumbled upon it. It was on Amazon and it got just my brain thinking, okay, what else can we be incorporating into his food to help him? Um, even mm -hmm. just started using supplements. And then we transitioned to home cooking. So I was slow cooking his food in a crock pot for like... Okay. So you didn't start with Darwin's? No, we didn't start. Okay. We kind of like slowly transitioned. So we started with home cooked. So I would buy like ground beef in bulk and vegetables and cook it in a crock pot and we were like oh my like at first it was fine and then after that we're like this is taking so much time and yeah. just didn't seem cost effective and we were like okay what else can we do so we then switched to farmer's dogs so like the prepared okay. slow cooked food um and he started developing some like really bad allergies like seasonal allergies and at the time we didn't know they were seasonal so we decided to go see a holistic vet um the holistic vet did an allergy test on him and also was like if you're feeding farmer's dog or like a slow cooked food you might as well just go raw it'll be about the same price um but okay. it will like be better for him and if he has no like stomach issues like he's not really sensitive to eating anything like we always gave him like dehydrated treats and whatnot so mm -hmm. she was like just go ahead and switch so then we ended up switching to raw um probably in august or september of last year oh okay so yeah. did you see like him start to lose weight whenever you did kind of yeah. like the stuff and then um like yeah i think yeah, I think it started when we started doing the home cooked things. And then when we switched to raw, it definitely moved a little bit quicker. Um, mm -hmm. I would say the first thing we noticed switching to raw was his like fur and his skin kind of healed up. He had a lot of like dry spots yeah. on his elbows and like his paws um, were always like, I don't know, like kind of raw, you know what I mean? And yeah, so like those were like, them. yeah, that was like the first those are the first couple things we noticed after switching. Um, and then ever since switching, like his energy levels have increased, which is like, it's crazy to me actually. Cause, and it's probably because the weight loss as well. Yeah. Know? I was going to say, I feel like it could be a little bit of, of both. Yeah, so. for sure. For sure. So like his weight loss came off, I would say, so now we've been doing raw for about a year and I would say, Gosh, I'm trying to think how quick it came off, but it was pretty fast. And yeah. so, yeah, we're just really happy. His stool size has gotten a lot smaller. He like poops twice a day, um, but they're mm -hmm. super small. They don't smell. It's really nice. <laughs> that is nice. I've, yeah. I've heard that before, but I actually don't know anybody like in real life personally that does raw. So I've never like been able to get up close and personal to <laughs> some of that kind of stuff. Um, but definitely like had my thoughts about it. Um, really like my biggest kind of like pushback as to why I wouldn't switch is like packing it to go places and training. So yeah. like I use kibble for training. So let's like talk a little bit about how you use that whenever you go different places or take it on yeah. the road. Yeah. Sure. So actually last year we drove from California to New Hampshire and okay. at the time we were on raw. So that was definitely 
an interesting experience for us. We ended up buying a Yeti cooler and packing mm-hmm. it as like good as we could. Um, and then we also bought like, I don't know, freeze dried raw, which so yeah. we him that when we ran out of like the actual raw. So it was still, he was still getting kind of the same, but just it was in a different form, which was okay. great. Um, as far as training, we, our trainer had suggested hand feeding, um, which I know a lot of trainers suggest, like, especially with like reactivity and going on walks and stuff. That has been a little tricky for us because it's like I'm using a stasher bag and then like a glove yeah. if I do that to like give him raw food. So that's yeah. a little tricky. Um, but I do still have some of like the freeze dried raw, which I use a lot too. Okay, that makes sense. I've seen people like freeze them in like the ice cube trays or like in the balls and then kind of give them that way. Um, but you're like limited to, you know, maybe like you only have 10 ice cubes Um, and they're frozen. You can't break them apart as easily. Um, so like there's obviously I feel like more pros to it than cons. Um, but it is a big decision to to turn and kind of that, make that change. I feel like food is, you know, like if you, food is a huge thing. I mean, that's something your dog is going to be eating probably for you know, like, depending on which kind of food, you know, so I was really hesitant and nervous at first, and my husband especially was, but our vet kind of just guided us, which was great, because I know a lot of vets, a lot of vets don't, like, prefer raw, so it was really great to have a holistic vet that's, like, certified in nutrition on our side and guiding us the whole way, so it made it super easy for us. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, um, and, and you see so many, like, different people doing it now on, Instagram especially, so I feel like people are more aware of it and that, you know, yeah. these dogs aren't – they're seeing more – they're seeing tons of benefits. I wouldn't say anybody's seen any, like, super negative side effects from Yeah, this and I mean, I think all dogs – you know, some dogs might not, like – their stomach might be sensitive, so they can't handle mm-hmm. the raw food or, like, breaking down bones and whatnot. So it's just, like, every dog is different. Same thing with training, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Layla's stomach is like super tough, so I don't worry about that. <laughs> Her she can handle, like, she can handle everything, anything, and she's, she's perfectly fine. Um, it's actually quite amazing some of the things that she has like ate off the ground, and I'm like, you were going to get sick, and then she just never gets sick. It's it's like like what <laughs> like uh, probably around this time last year, she ate. Um, like a not a whole but probably like a half of like those like m&m cookies that you get from like a bakery like you know they come in like a like a package so the the mini ones that are like this big so i mean she probably ate like at least 10 of them and she had diarrhea but that was it like she never threw up she never showed any signs of like chocolate poisoning or anything like that um and at the time we like didn't realize it and then, like, the next morning, like, it had already been so long to where, like, she would have showed effects by now. Um, and all she had was diarrhea. So, like, hey. your stomach is tough as a rock. There's some dogs, like, I know a couple of our friends, like, they'll eat a sock and then get it out. I'm like, I, <laughs> that would yeah. freak me right out. Oh, yeah, for sure. I've heard of people's dogs chewing up, like, remotes. And I'm like, that's plastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but whatever. Yeah, um, that's crazy. Yeah, so speaking of kind of training, um, 
when did you start to see like that brewski needed more training um oh and what kind of like reactivity does he have um yeah. so if you just want to like explain kind of um what he does what you see and and like how you got pivoted in that direction to start training sure so i think his reactivity started when he was about two um okay. And we noticed it when we had moved to a new apartment and we we're living on like the second floor. So we had to take an elevator to go up to our apartment every time. And we lived across from the elevator. And so it started one day that like we really noticed it was we were walking out of our apartment door and the elevator opened and two dogs were like right there and it caught him so off guard, I think. And so he like fought, like not fight, but like, instead of like flight, he was like, I'm growling mm -hmm. at the dog, like scared the crap out of him. Um, and then it yeah, was, ever since they kind then, of snuck up on him, right? So it yeah. was kind of like a, you probably were startled too, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because like, before that, he was going to like a doggy daycare weekly, um, taking him, you know, everywhere to our friends houses with dogs and like, never crossed our minds. Like, at doggy daycare, he, there was never any issues. And so, um, I think it was just like a barrier and then just like a shock. And then I think he has like associated the elevator with like negativity ever since that happened. And so it was just like, oh my God, like, what are we going to do? Cause we're living in this place. We have a year lease and mm -hmm. it, we both were just like, oh no. So, and then, like, the dogs lived across the hall from us, too. So that was just, like, trying to plan our time. We started, like, trying to avoid, which obviously isn't the best solution. So we started to, like, try to avoid them and, like, go out at different times. And it was stressful for us, stressful for him. And he probably fed off our energy. Um, so that's really when it started. He was two years old. Mm -hmm. And at that time we were like, okay, we want to try and fix this. So we sent him to a board and train for three weeks. Okay. Um, in Cal in the San Diego area. Yeah. In San Diego area. Um, and they were the first people to introduce us to using a prong collar as well as an e-collar. Mm -hmm. um, and so we went with their recommendation and we were like on board completely with sending him for three weeks and also them utilizing these tools which mm -hmm. at the time for someone who's like never had to use them before is a little intimidating. And you're like, Oh, is my dog getting hurt? Like, does this hurt my dog? Does this, you know, how is this going to affect him? But it actually, we still use them to this day and it's mm -hmm. been great. Um, but I will say as far as the board and train, when he came back, we totally didn't use like utilize like what they had recommended us for going forward so we did start to see him kind of slip back and i totally blame that on us um there's like a consistency problem yeah. and i think it was like we we're still living in the same apartment and it was just like yeah it just we spent all it's this a money. huge life switch to, to kind of be like you know i'm starting these boundaries like from here on out we're, we're gonna do do it this way and and make sure that we see the good results um I, so I haven't sent Layla to a board and train because she's a year and a half. And whenever we were doing like the majority of our like hardcore structured stuff, um, which we still kind of do now, but like not as intense, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. um, 
it was during COVID. So I couldn't send her to board and train. Um, and I still kind of think that maybe one day, like I will just like for fun, like if we go on like a big yeah. trip or something, did you do like a lot of research before you um, we picked did. out that board and train? Yeah, we did. And they had like great reviews. Um, they also like offered like follow up classes. So it was kind of like awesome. go with other people that did the board and train program, they would offer it on Saturday mornings, and you would do some like drills walking around and like, so they had those and we did go to a few of those. But again, I, I totally blame us for not sticking with it. And I think that's probably our biggest regret is just not keeping with it when he was two years old. And now we're like mm -hmm. back to square one um, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I see you going like for some group walks with different people in that area, which is awesome. Um, and I know that they probably like respect whatever you need to do. Um, yeah. in, in terms of like, walking and um, staying like keeping distance and, and yeah. whatever is best for the dogs, which is really nice to have. So nice. Um, I know. It's, do you, is Gamja, is that she in your area? Or are they in your uh, area? She's in Orange County, but we meet okay. up quite frequently. Um, okay. I was going to yeah. say, I think that's who I saw you with, but I wasn't, can't remember. Yeah. She, like, loves San Diego. I don't know if she's still on, but she, like, was always like, I'll come to San Diego. And I'm like, girl, that's, like, two-hour drive for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's dedicated. Yeah, um, that That's awesome, though. Yeah. So once you kind of saw that, like, regression and, and you realized that it was because of your consistency, what did you do to, to get back on the train? Honestly, I neglected it probably for, like, a year and was in, like, avoidance. Like, mm -hmm. we were just like, we'll avoid dogs, we'll avoid, like, because also it's like, it plays on my mental health, too, because I'm like, I am like nervous about what people are going to think about me and my dog. And, you know, like, just that whole perception that I'm like, not being a good dog parent and like, not training my dog. So it's like, I think we kind of just avoided it for six months or so. And um, it wasn't until like last year that we like picked it up a lot again. Okay. So probably around like the same time you started raw. Yeah. Like, I would say like a little bit in Brewski's life. <laughs> yeah. I was like new year, new us. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's good. Um, so that kind of covers like when, when you thought he regressed a little bit during that time, were you still using the prong and e-collar? But still, like, avoiding and kind of, like, still doing the avoiding stuff. But, like, whenever he would go out, he would still wear the prong. Yeah, we would. Yep, exactly. So, like, we'd go for a walk and obviously we'd still see dogs out. But um, it was just, like, I guess our training kind of was just, like, all over the place. Like, we were not being consistent at all. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, it was, too, like, if we were, like, had a house, I think, at that time, it would have been a little bit yeah. easier because you're like so scared still to like go out of our apartment door and there'd be a dog at the elevator or like walk yeah. down the hall or I guess it was just kind of like on us that we were just I don't know fearful about what our neighbors would think which sounds so <laughs> foolish but yeah no I, I I totally I mean I I don't live in an apartment but I get what you mean because um Bobby's sister lives in an apartment that's similar to that and you yeah. know you would have to like peek out the door both ways um, before opening up the door completely yeah. for your dog. 
Um, so that's, that's a lot. Uh, did you like have any kind of confidence boosters like to, to get you back on this train and, and get you into it? Did you have um, to like, did you reach out to anyone and kind of like need that confidence boost? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's kind of foolish, but I think like starting his Instagram was like, the best thing because it made me realize yeah. that I wasn't alone and like there's yeah. other that are reactive because when, when it's just like your circle of you know real life friends and they all have dogs that play together you think like these other people with reactive dogs don't exist and so starting his Instagram was super eye-opening and it made me be like okay like we can still do this you know he's he's three at the time and we're like is he too old like no he's not too old like you know he can still be fine in public. We just have to work yeah. on it. it. Had to be like a commitment from my husband and I. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's nice to have two people. Um, yeah. Honestly, for the people that are doing it, like the single dog parents, I really feel for them. Um, I, I don't know how, like, I would be able to do this all by myself. Even if, even if I'm doing like the majority of the work, like just to have that kind of person to be like, mm -hmm. Layla's being a total bitch right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he's like, I understand. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, nice hey, to have someone for a walk today. <laughs> yeah. It's just nice to have someone be like, I can't take it anymore. Like yeah. you, you take her, you take her to do her thing really quick and then give me that 10 minute decompression and, and I'll be fine again. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know how people that are single dog owners do it. I have, uh, you know, props to them because it's tough. Like, even sometimes I'm like, oh, like, I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? And I have somebody and it's like, it's, it would be so hard just being by myself. Yeah, no, for, for sure. Um, so how do you deal with training setbacks and keep moving forward? Um, and sorry if my light's flickering, like Layla's no, laying. <laughs> She's laying on the cord. So I think it's like going in and out. <laughs> You're totally good. Oh my god, Brucey. Um, let me just show you him real quick. Bro, like he brought me his toy and he's just Oh, he wants to play. He brought play. you a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> How ironic. Um so gosh, setbacks. That was something I really struggled with and kind of still to this day do. Our trainer, mm -hmm. you know, she was like, There's gonna be days where you need like separate time from him, put him in his crate. It's good yeah. for him too. And you need to like relax and like have a glass of wine or like go for a walk by yourself. And mm -hmm. that is really hard to grasp because you think I associate at least going for a walk and then bringing Grusky. Like I don't associate like outdoor time by myself. And that's something like yes. I still need to embrace doing. Um, I will say like our second training session, I wanted, I came home and cried because he was just unbelievable <laughs> like yeah I was so embarrassed because we had been doing so good and have been like super consistent and then that day it just like all went to shit like he was just yeah. like not having it and that and you know it's just like that's fine like I don't have every day is not a great day for me either so that's been something like I've been trying to be okay with is that he's not going to be perfect every single day I want him to but he's not going to be I'm not perfect every day and I think that's yeah. something like dog owners we need to be okay with. Um, yeah, I think I think that is 
just a great thing to think about. Um, for sure. We, we had a, one of those moments this morning where Layla and I were just like, ah, <laughs> just like we could not like get in sync. So yeah, I mean, I just, I just had to put her in her crate. I yeah. was like, you're just, you're just going to go hang out in there. I'm going to do my thing. And like, we'll meet up in a couple hours. And then we were fine. You know, That's it's great. like, we're besties again. Um, That's great that you do that. I mean, Chelsea, our trainer actually just jumped on. I, um, she literally like, I messaged her and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, this training session was just the worst. Like, and she just reassured me that it's okay. Like, yes. So... Yeah, day, bad days happen, everybody. Bad days happen. It's just moving forward and still celebrating, like, those small little wins I've learned has been, like, what keeps me going. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, and I totally resonate with the thinking outside time is just, like, dog time because I can tell you the time that I went for a walk by myself, and it was because um, – like I was really frustrated and I went for a walk by myself. It was pretty late. Like it was already dark and I, I still went. Um, and I just remember thinking like, this is, this is weird <laughs> what I'm supposed to do. Um, but like, I used to walk by myself like all the time. Yeah. Um, but I just, I haven't in, in, you know, a year and a half. So it's such That's a weird crazy. concept. Yeah, like, she was like, just go for a walk by yourself. Like, Brucey doesn't need to go for every walk. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so weird. Like, I can't picture just, like, going for a walk by myself, you know? But I know. there are times where we need we need to be like, he goes in his crate. I need to do my own thing for a little bit. Yeah. And it's the one time that I did go for that walk by myself, one of my neighbors was like, where's Layla? Um, but yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Um, so speaking of like, you know, kind of how you bounce back and, and dealing with those bad days. So how has Brewski affected your mental health? You said that you, there were definitely times that you were like so embarrassed that you cried and, and I'm sure there are some other people that have felt that way, me included. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I'll start like. During COVID, obviously, that was a hard time of the year for everybody. Um, my husband started nursing school full time. I felt like I was a, like I had brewski, but like I felt just kind of a little bit alone, you know, like alone a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and so at that point and still right now, like, I feel like our bond has gotten so much stronger, me and brewski. So like for my mental health, it's been awesome. And starting his Instagram and meeting so many friends that like it's funny to like say friends you know because it's yeah. like you've never met them in person a lot of them but it's just like it's been so nice like for a hard for a hard year you know to like have support and have a dog I I can't imagine not having a dog during this past year like yes totally <laughs> like I really can't um as far as like the downs you know like with training and stuff I feel like my mental health is like this all the time you know what I mean with like training it's like you'll have a great training day and then you'll have a bad training day and then you'll have a good one and then you'll have a great one. And then you're like back, you're like, am I, are we back to square one? So like it kind of messes with my mind a little bit too, but at the end of the day, like we're working hard and I know like he's doing the best he can, I'm doing the best I can. So I really try not to like let it affect 
me too much. That's, that's really nice. I am one of those people that like, I get like super, I take things really personal. So whenever like Layla does something, um, like not even like at another dog, but like sometimes like she just right, sure like right out does not listen to me. Um, or just, you know, does something that is just, like, I feel, like, against me, even though yeah. she probably doesn't mean for it to be that way. But I'm just, like, you're, <laughs> you're going like, against me. Do that to me. <laughs> yeah. But it, it really affects me. Um, and it really affects my mental health. So I've been trying to get so, a lot better about kind of, like, acknowledging that that happened. And then, like, doing whatever I need to to get past it. And then, like, starting the day over again. Yeah. Um, because just like I've always been really triggered by like disappointing people and like um, people's emotions just like affect me like a lot, I guess. Yeah. Um, if I that makes sense. So uh, I, I've been working very, very hard on that. Um, and, and her included, even though she's yeah. not a human and can't even yeah. speak words to me. She just. Oh. <laughs> She's just a, good to acknowledge it because you know that's yeah. how you realize like okay I can do this you know to help and I think that's great that you're acknowledging it. Yeah, it's it's gotten so much better um, along with like doing other things too, um, but but that's really has been a big help. She's made like really cute on the couch right now. Oh, <laughs> we're playing fetch right now, so <laughs> that's okay. Oh my gosh. Um, so what would you say to someone who has a dog similar to Bruce Key, like a year to a year and a half ago when you were really in like a rough time? Um, I just don't give up. I wanted to give up. I did give up for a year. Having a reactive dog is not easy. And I just, oh my gosh, I'm sorry if you can hear that. Um, having a reactive dog is not easy. And there's people here to support you. I, you're not alone. That's really what I can say because I felt like I was the only person with a, a lab, not never mind, you know, a, another kind of dog. Like everyone that sees him, they're like, he's a lab. He's supposed to be nice. Like, why isn't he nice? You know, so I just, yeah, it's crazy. So maybe I don't know, like, the lab breed well enough. Like, my dad has a lab, and I mean, he's, he's happy go lucky, um, but he's not. Um, like, you know, he still pulls on the leash and, and things like that. So, but I've, I've never, and he, he barks at people, but like not, not a whole lot, but it does have like the alert barking. I guess I just never realized that labs were supposed to be the super I, friendly dog. Yeah. I mean, I would say they're probably supposed to be like, supposed to be in like the same class as like the golden retriever, like family friendly dog. Yeah. You know? Um, and just every dog's different. Doesn't matter the breed, you know. Really doesn't. Yeah. No, it it does not at all. And um, even if it's the breed, like just the circumstances that it goes through, like you know, any dog could be really triggered by the the elevator thing. You know, yeah. no matter what the breed. So mm -hmm. uh, I think it's about experiences too. And, and some of those things you just can't help. Like you can't help that you walked out the door this no the no elevator. it's like and had I had known I feel like I always say this like 
if I would be doing things so differently now, from what I know now, if I had a dog getting a puppy now, I would do things so differently, you know? Um, yeah. Just, you just learn. And again, like I should have like introduced him to knowing we're moving to a place with an elevator. I should have like introduced him to an elevator, like just things like that, that you don't think about at the time. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just like hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, I'm always like thinking that whenever I get a puppy, whenever that may be, that I'm going to like do all these things. <laughs> and then sometimes I think about it and I'm like, that's kind of a lot. Like, yeah, I really put well. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so you do have, like, a, a big social following um, um, on here on Instagram. And um, I'm sure you probably do on, like, TikTok, too. Um, I don't know, like, your TikTok follower. Follower number. It's not. It's, like, five. I hate TikTok. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. Um. um. <laughs> Yeah, but has there ever been something that was like hard to share either on social media or to a friend or to a trainer? Um, Yeah, on social media, especially like it has all these good things. But then the first time that you ever post about it, you have this big like, I know, at least I did. I had this big like, oh, my gosh, moment. Like, can I do? Yeah, you're like, oh, my God, like. What are people going to think, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. I, in the beginning of our account, I should have looked back and looked, like, looked and saw when I first talked about reactivity because it took me a while, like, a while to come out and say, like, that he was reactive because I just, again, was, like, the perception of what people thought. I just, Mm -hmm. I didn't want people to think, like, oh, she has a mean dog. Like, he, you know, or, like... I guess I was just scared about what people would think. So it took me a while to really come out and say that he was reactive. Yeah. Um, and how did people respond to it? Where I'm sure there was like a bunch of, you know, encouraging comments, but were there any like negative things that came out of it? Honestly, I don't think nothing negative really came out. I think like my biggest Murphy, uh, Mr. Murphy, I think really was the person that like really made me feel comfortable to come out and talk about it. After seeing Val post about reactivity and being so open about the usage of like prong and e-collar and then seeing support she got. And then I just kept like finding pages that were had reactive dogs. And then I was like, okay, there are people out here like me and like our situation that I can come out and feel comfortable saying that he's reactive. And yeah, we just got an overwhelmingly amount of support. Um, I would say even just like being in our community in San Diego, like there's pack walks and people are so great about giving space and like knowing that there's reactive dogs within the pack walks. It's, it's awesome. It's just been great ever since saying it. That is awesome. Um, that makes me so excited for you too. I always get jealous of people that, that do pack walks. Um, there's none around here. Um, unless I drive like an hour or two, um, cause we're just not in a big enough city, but it is, it's awesome. Sometimes I do pack walks or it's just me and this one other girl, but it's, it's, it's still so fun. I've seen your videos though. That's awesome. Like, yeah. Have you like noticed anything like, have they been able to like get closer like every time or like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like typically, um, we, we went on two and I think 
towards the very end of the first one and then like literally five minutes into the second one we were able to walk um it was like Layla me her and then her dog and we were like right beside each other but the dogs were like on the outside wow That's yeah, awesome. the, yeah so That's that was that was awesome um and Layla is not um she wants to play so okay. she it was pretty easy to like like correct her and fix that issue um but if another dog comes right up and like in um kind of like initiates play like sniffs and like maybe does like a little play bow or something like that she's all in like she thinks oh it's my god that's awesome um and so like sometimes it's good but then it can cause um it causes her to to react and then it ends up like getting frustration from the leash um but then if if we see another dog she she doesn't she doesn't react unless they like come up right to us um so it was it was pretty easy to like kind of like navigate that Mm -hmm. um her reactivity is mainly like flight response so any like different sound that is just like really obscure or um just like some different things in the environment really set her off and make her want to like run away. Okay. Um, Like what kind of. mm -hmm. So whenever she has like a, like whenever she does pull on the leash, it's because she's really scared and is just trying to like pull towards, I assume wherever she thinks home is or like wherever a safe spot is or like away from the, the trigger. Um, so, but it's, it's a lot. It's, it's like, um, it's very intense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never dealt with a dog that, you know, had like dog reactivity. So I can't like really compare. Um, yeah. but I mean, I, I would say it's like, you know, it's equal but opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, if that makes sense. No, um, it totally does. I mean, I guess like at first too, I thought he was just excited to play with other dogs. They'd be like, oh, he just wants to play. Like he's just like, doesn't like being restricted from the leash. And I just think like that could be it a little bit, but at the same time, like now he just doesn't want to play with dogs at all. Like mm-hmm. has zero interest to play. Like he, like him and Gamja were off leash for the first time together last weekend and like gam just like running circles around him trying to get him to like chase him and brewski's like dude what are you doing (laughs) like i want nothing to do with that so in in a sense they're kind of like perfect for each other because yeah they both just do their own thing which is great um he just doesn't want to play he just wants to like play fetch we'll go to the dog beach and he just wants to do his own thing that's really I mean that's kind of nice in the fact that <laughs> like worry about him running away to another dog yeah um, we had an off-leash dog in our neighborhood come up to us the other day it had no leash no collar um I knew what house it belonged to but the like the owners weren't home I don't know it was very very strange it was really weird that the dog didn't have a collar on um so I wasn't really able to like grab it mm-hmm. and um it was a like a collie or a sheltie so it had really long fur um but it came up to layla and like sniffed her butt and then just immediately like play bowed i was like oh my gosh so then then i like layla was just like 
wanting to start to play. I still have the leash. I was like, where's this dog's owner? Like what's going on? Um, but then like later on, I was knocking on the doors of the house that I thought it belonged to. And a very small dog came by and it's reactive. Um, like, and will bark and lunge. I've seen it before. And um, the off-leash dog, like, cause I was just kind of like barely holding on to its neck. Cause I was like, I, I can't, I don't want to like hurt you or anything, but like, I need to kind of hold on to you somehow. And it got loose and ran up to that off-leash dog and it just went berserk. Um, or the, the smaller dog, like the smaller dog just went, you know, crazy because this dog was invading its space and it was very big. Um, like the, the off-leash dog was Layla's size, so probably like 60 pounds. And then it was like a very small dog and I don't know. Oh it, was my very, God. it was an awful situation. And I was like, why does this dog not have like any, like where is your humans? Oh my gosh, <laughs> so what ended up happening? So a neighbor came by and was like, I'll just put the dog in my backyard until they get home. That's so nice. That's so Yeah, nice. it was nice. And I think she like knew them per like more personally. Yeah. Um and so like she felt okay doing that. I probably wouldn't have felt okay doing that just because I don't know these people. I've only like okay. seen the dog at that house. Yeah. Um but it was it was crazy. And um, I just, I was um, in shock that it didn't even have a collar on. <laughs> I've, um, I've seen um, a dog without a collar in a really long time. Yeah. We actually, like, you're lucky, too, like, that Layla isn't dog reactive because, like, we've been in that situation before where an off-leash dog that shouldn't be off-leash in an on-leash area comes, like, running up to us, and it's the worst. Like, it is... Oh, it's like I had it happen this weekend. Actually, we were at Balboa Park and we were doing great. Like he walked past a ton of dogs, like did awesome. Um, and then we like sat in the grass to like decompress a little bit. I gave him like a pig ear, like just to like chill out. Um, mm -hmm. There was a dog sitting next to us. Um, and do you tell her about the picnic? Yeah. So there's a dog sitting next to us and the owner drops its leash and the dog comes sprinting to Brewski's face while he's laying down. And Brewski's Especially with the pig ear, which is just like... Well, he, fin he finished oh, okay. it at that time, okay. thankfully. But I was like, oh my god, this could have been way worse. So the dog comes, like, sprinting up to us and Brewski starts growling. And I, like, just, like, instinctively, like, grabbed him, put him behind me. Mm -hmm. And the owner's just casually walking over. And I'm like my dog's reactive. Can you come get your dog? Like yelling. And the guy's like, Oh, I'm sorry. And like, it's just like, I feel like until you have a reactive dog, you just don't really get it. Like you just don't get it. Like, yeah. And I could be mad at Brewski because he was perfect all day, like laying down, just decompressing. Like the dog was close by too. He had no reaction. And then it's like, as soon as the dog came off leash sprinting at his face, he just was like, not good. No, I mean, it's sometimes, like, their reactions are, are valid. Um, it's the kind of more the inappropriate ones that you have to, to worry mm -hmm. about and figure out what caused you to do this. But, yeah, I mean, one of the reasons that I wanted to do this kind of whole series was to bring awareness 
to like reactive dogs and, and yeah. just like what you said, you don't realize some of these things until you have one or until you've heard these like personal stories. Yeah. Um, and so hopefully like this will reach out to at least one person and, yeah. and make them have like, think a little bit differently before they drop the leash or Absolutely. just like let their dog off leash on a hike or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, not saying you shouldn't let your dog off leash on a hike, but time and place. A <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially um, like for sure. at like a huge public park, like that's just not the place to be doing that at all. Uh, yeah, totally. Um, so what are your end goals and have they changed over time? Um, yeah, I definitely think our end goal right now is to really work on his reactivity still. Um, he's gotten just since training, like strictly, I would say since last year, it's, he's gotten so much better. Like before we wouldn't take him out really in public places, especially in San Diego, because it's super busy, like everywhere you go. Um, so we like feel, I bring him everywhere now pretty much. Um, I am like a little cautious some places, but I think like that was one of my goals was to be able to like, I don't want to leave him home, you know, I want to be able to enjoy life and bring him along with me or, you know, like, so I think yeah. that was my, that was definitely one of my big goals was to like be able to bring him more places. Um, and yeah, I don't, that's really, I think at first, you know, my goal was to like, I was like, he's going to play with dogs again. Like he's going to, you know, like I just had this like envision that like my dog was going to be transformed and like could play with every dog again, but that's just not him. So my goals yeah. have definitely changed. And like, as long as he can coexist, I'm fine. Like I, that's all I care about. That's, that's awesome. Um, is San Diego really dog friendly? Yeah. Like, there's four dog beaches, like just beaches specifically for dogs. There's all the wow. restaurants. Yeah, it's crazy. Like you can bring your dog pretty much everywhere. Wow. Which that's is awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's is really awesome. awesome. Yeah. Um, it just like at first, obviously I was like so sad and I still sometimes I'm like, oh, I just wish, you know, like that I could still bring him to like a busy brewery or a busy restaurant, but it's okay. Like I have to adapt and he whatever's best for him, you know? Yeah, I, I have to think about that too. And even like on some days he might be able to handle it, but then on yeah. others you can just tell like he's already overwhelmed and mm -hmm. it's probably just not going to be like the greatest idea to take him. So um, it's nice to have that time to enjoy yourself though too and not have to okay. worry about making sure you have like all your treats. And, I know, like, a lot. Baby pack. <laughs> It really is a lot. Like, I know. And I think, too, like, with COVID, I feel like I have separation anxiety with him. Like, as crazy as that sounds, like, before, I was working in the office eight hours a day. Like, he was staying home all day. And now I'm, like, we go, like, my husband and I went golfing yesterday for, like, four hours. And I'm, like, oh, I miss him. Like, yeah. what's wrong with you, me? Do you work from him now? Yeah, I'm full-time from home now. So I That's awesome. Yeah. I do, too. Um, do you crate him like for a little bit during the day while you work? He pretty much is just on place the whole the whole day. Like he doesn't really okay. go on his crate day, but he sleeps in his crate at night. Okay. Yeah. Which he so did. I. What is it? I said he like we'd started 
sleep him sleeping in his crate this year again before like we crate trained him when he was a puppy and then mm -hmm. he just started sleeping in it again oh okay gotcha yeah, yeah I I put Layla up for like anywhere it depends like on my meetings but typically at least like three-ish hours during the day just so that okay. I can get be really productive and, and not have to worry about anything um but yeah I think like place is very similar like you put them there and, and you don't have to worry um okay if Layla wasn't in her crate would she like does she like want to play and stuff or does she kind of chill out like if you're working what does she typically do like if she's not in so, her crate um so kind of like what our typical day looks like is we go for like a mile or two walk and then we'll come back in and do like some tricks or training um, and then she'll like be on place for a bit. And then I have, um, some meetings. I, I, I have a meeting every morning from like 10 to 11 AM. So she's on place during that time. Um, or I'll do like a tether decompression where I put just like a leash on her and, yep. and either tire to something or step on it. And so she just like same, same idea as place basically. Um, and then We'll play for a little bit because she's pretty restless by that point. <laughs> um, so, like, she'll either, like, I'll give her a bone or, like, a chew and or we'll play. Um, and then about, like, at that time, I'll take her for, like, another short walk and then put her up for a bit. And then that's – I'm, like, super productive for, like, three to five hours. And okay. then get her back out around, like, four or five. And at that time, we go outside and have, like, a huge play session. Oh, that's um, awesome. So just, like, really um, get her going. At that, I feel like she's, like, um, she has a lot of energy at that time. So it's, like, the best time to play for, like, her kind mm -hmm. of, like, time schedule. Um, and then from that point, then, like, we come in. And while I'm doing, like, chores or anything like that, she's, like, pretty chill. Um but, like, I, I do have to make sure that I am, like, fulfilling some of her needs throughout the day by, by playing or kind of, like, giving her that mental stimulation or else she's just, like, constantly bringing me, like, a toy or, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, like, anything. And especially, like, while I'm in meetings, I'm, like, you cannot do this. Yeah. Um, so, but that's what works for us. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I get that. that. I think, like, for it's funny because, like, right now we would normally be playing or, like, out on our walk. So I think that's why, like, his schedule is, like, usually be, like, oh, no, we do something in the morning. And then, like, he's pretty, like, he just lays in his sleeps pretty much most of the day, like, while I'm working. And then after I'm done work, it's, like, a switch comes on and he's, like, time to play, time to go for a walk. Yep. Like, so I think right now he's, like, what is going on, lady? Like, Oh, Yeah. <laughs> so needy like so it's like needy. it's what they're like it's sick. almost sick okay. yeah I met him before the live because like he's usually like like literally this is the neediest dog he <laughs> can't wait <laughs> he can't wait well brewski good for you we have two more questions and then <laughs> you can go play <laughs> um okay these are fun questions too so Okay, what type of play does your dog like to do? And then do you also like it or do you like something else? Bru, what kind of play do you like? Just kidding. 
I wish I could ask him, but he loves everything. Like we can play, he'll play fetch forever. So that's probably his favorite, I would say. Yeah. Just retrieving. Like he loves to retrieve like out of the water, in the yard. Like we recently started using a Frisbee. So he like loves that um, yeah. right now. Um, we love playing hide and seek as funny as that is. Oh, like, that is so fun. I play that inside the house sometimes. We do too. Yeah. Like it's funny. I'll be like, go cow. And he'll like run up the stairs and wait there and I'll hide. And then I'll be like, okay. And then he'll come yeah. like sprinting around, like looking for me. And then as soon as he finds me, we like celebrate. And then he runs back upstairs and it's just like, on oh, repeat. It's a cycle. Like, That's yeah. awesome. Whenever it's we do that, I have to put Layla on her place and then like I'll release her. And then it's funny because sometimes I will just like, come find me, like yell, come find me, yeah. come find me. And then sometimes I'll take like a toy with me and we'll like randomly squeak it. And oh, that awesome. she really likes that, I think. Um, oh, that's so Because it's like she's finding me and the toy. That's super fun. Yeah, he like. I haven't played with hide and seek in a while for him. I definitely should. It's it's so fun. I like love him. <laughs> uh, I think it's really fun too. Yeah. So we play that. Um, he likes being chased a little bit, um, especially if he like steals a shoe or a sock mm -hmm. or something. He like will come and show it to me. Like I'll be sitting on the couch or something. He'll come show it to me, and then he'll like want to be that chased. That sounds exactly like Layla. Uh, yeah, he loves that. Like loves that. Um, and then what else does he like? Fetch. Oh, we recently got a flirt pole. So we've been using that a little bit, trying to like, I think he's trying to figure it out a little bit, but yeah. he likes it so far. Some dogs, like, that's definitely more, a little bit more, um, like instinct than yeah. others. Like Layla's really keen on the flirt pole. She like understands it. Um, but then whenever it comes to fetch, she's still not super cooperative about like bringing me back the ball. So okay. like I'll throw it and then she'll get it. And then she'll kind of do like the thing where she like, is like, come chase me, like, yeah. like keep away with it. Mm -hmm. Um, so like fetching is like not super instinct for her. Um, right. like how it probably is for, for retrievers. Exactly. Yeah, that is funny because like if she loves the flirt pole and you the herding ball, I saw you do too. She yes, loves that. She loves the herding ball. Um, I like I know I've I've showed it to some other dogs before, and they weren't herding breeds and they were like didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> that would probably um, be. so. Like I t I really understand like why why it's meant for like that breed. Um, okay. but yeah, she loves it. The first time that I showed it to her, like I just was kicking it like a soccer ball and she immediately like ran for it and did like the exact same thing that you saw in the videos today. Oh my so God. It did not take like any like practice or like, That's so cool. she just knew what to do. Um, which was like one of the coolest things to see actually. That's amazing because you guys have done like actual herding before too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's we've had cool. like a, a four or five like herding lessons. Um, so like, yeah, it's it's definitely like in her blood to, to so herd cool. things. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I highly recommend one of those balls if you have a herding breed. 
um, because they can kind of play with it on their own or you can like do it with them and do like, like I'll like kind of kick it like a soccer ball and do like offense and defense type stuff. Oh, that's um, so but then she can also do it by herself to like get energy out if she wants to. That's awesome. Yeah. Can't I do it inside the house though. <laughs> oh yeah. That ball looks hard. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's it's only like maybe a pound, but it's very hard, like a bowling ball. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it looks hard. It looks fun though. Like I would love to see. He would probably like be like, "Why can't I pick this up?" Like I yeah. want to bring it to you, but like, why can't I? No, I can't exactly. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah, we tried dock diving for the first time last weekend. I think it was, and I was like, I don't think he'll jump. And the guy was like, okay. So we like started on the ramp and then he was like doing great off the ramp. And the guy was like, I think he's good to go off the dock. So like we brought him up and he just jumped. And I was like, who are you? Like, who's this confident dog that I don't know? (laughs) Yeah. No, that's awesome. Are you going to keep up with it and do more? I want to. Yeah, I want to. The only downside is like the dock diving place that we went to is a little bit far. It's like probably an hour and 10 minutes away, which kind of sucks. But um I definitely want to go again like I it was so fun fun for me too so even if you do it like once a month um because I'm sure in San Diego it's like open um maybe not every month but a lot of the months since yeah he has it he has it it's super cool the way the guy does it too it's he owns like a ranch essentially and he like hosts agility events and stuff so he has like a huge field that you can use and then he has the pool um, and he charges $30 for an hour to go oh, and like cool. use his whole space. And it's just you. That's so awesome. That's like, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. That's yeah. really nice. That's a good price. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And you can like host dog birthday parties there and stuff too, if you wanted. Like, yeah, oh you can gosh. pretty much do whatever. Yeah. It's so cool. That is, that's really neat. Um, okay. So last question um, if you could take Brewski anywhere, where would you want to take him to? Oh, that's tough. Um, gosh, we could go anywhere. Like, no restrictions <laughs> on, like, planes or anything either. It would probably be somewhere, like, secluded and tropical and, like, where he could just swim and just – I could chill out. He could swim. Like, that would be ideal. Like, if he could come to Hawaii with me – that would be awesome. That would be so That cool. would be really cool. He would thrive in Hawaii. He would, like, because he loves hiking, too. So I feel like we could hike, see some waterfalls, you know, go to the beach, play. He would he would love that. Love that. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. Um, I would definitely – I don't know exactly where I would take Layla, but probably somewhere, like, a little bit colder. Um, okay. Just because she – I can really tell a difference in her energy – when it's like not super cold but just like in the like 50s 60s versus like 80s <laughs> um oh, so i think i would take her somewhere with hiking and uh, like maybe a little bit of snow and just like lots and lots of fields yeah does she like snow has she seen it before yes she loves snow loves That's it awesome. I don't particularly like snow like that much, <laughs> but um, yeah, she loves it. It's so fun to see her. She actually played with her hurting ball in the snow, even. 
Oh my god. Yeah, it's that it was so, a sight to see. It was that, funny because we had like an ice storm and so it was like a layer of ice and then snow on top of it and she was like playing with it and like slip. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's Yeah, awesome. it was like a whole new level. Like she was playing hockey. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, do you have videos of that? <laughs> I think I might. I have this really funny video of her like um like I say like release for her to like go out the back door yeah. just for like boundaries and um she like comes running out and like slips <laughs> on the ice. Um oh my god. that's a pretty funny video, I will say that. That's hilarious. We took him to see snow for the first time this winter. And he was like, what is this? <laughs> like, but he ended up having so much fun. And like, he, we went sledding. Like, it was so fun. It was so fun. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it was super um, Well, I really appreciated talking to you tonight. Yeah, uh, do you have any questions that like you um, want to ask me or topics that you want to like speak on really quick? Um... Gosh, I don't think so. I love that you're doing this because, like you said, a lot of people who don't have reactive dogs don't really know, like, what it's really like. And um, I just think it's really important to experience, like, or hear from a reactive dog owners, I guess, what it is like and how to support them. I think, you know, yeah. it's nice knowing that, like, you have friends that support you. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm so glad that that you were able to join, and I appreciate that uh, oh, that comment. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate you too. And it's it was great talking because I never really got to talk to you about what kind of reactivity Layla had. So it's been great. And yeah, you, like <laughs> he's like, please take me out now. He looks so mad. <laughs> Just like straight face. However, Layla's like over here asleep. She's like, it's bedtime. Oh, oh yeah, because it's nine for you guys, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, what's can I just like? I'm curious, like Kentucky, where you guys live. What is like the dog scene there? Like, is it there's there are a lot of dogs around you, or is it like? Um, there's like definitely a lot of like. So where we live, we live in in the city or like in suburbs. So there are like just a lot of like pet dogs. Um, uh -huh. but like there's probably just as many like farm and like actually more so like working dogs as there are pet dogs. Okay. So, um, you know, like a lot of herders, um, like herding breeds, like with, uh, sheep and cattle and, and just like a lot of farms in general. So like, um, I know that there are some like protection dogs that, um, they basically protect the animals on the farm against predators. Oh, like um, Anatolians. Yeah, like there's certain breeds for that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you, you see people like walking their dog all the time. Um, in terms of like restaurants and stuff, right. it's, I probably wouldn't say as big as like, um, like San Diego, just because it's not as big of a city. Mm -hmm. Um, but there are, you know, I can name like 10 places off the top of my head that like we take Layla to. to oh, eat that's at. great. That's so, awesome. Is it like a patio? Is that kind of what you guys Yeah, do? it's mostly like patio settings. Um, nowhere inside. Um, okay. But yeah, like I'll take her to 
um, like a Home Depot and, and different yes. things like that. And typically we're the only dog in there. That's awesome. That's so. like one, cause like, I love going to Home Depot and Lowe's, but I feel like I'm always like, you know, I mean, it's good practice for us to mm -hmm. see another dog, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, I hope there's not another dog there. But yeah, I've I don't think Lowe's I've ever seen another dog in, in Home Depot or Lowe's. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I've been going to Lowe's a little bit more because I feel like it's not like notoriously known for being dog friendly. I know like a lot of people on Instagram go to Lowe's, but I feel like more of like the general public go to Home Depot okay. because that's that's kind of like more people are aware that Home Depot is dog friendly, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'll take her like I, I, I hardly ever take her to pet stores just because like, you know, who all going to be in there. Um, but TJ Maxx and, um, Hobby Lobby, you can take oh. dogs in Hobby Lobby, which is very surprising to me. I didn't um, know that. Yeah. Yeah. So I've taken her in there once and then I was like nervous the whole time she was like, we were accidentally going to break something, yeah. um, which is me in there in general. Like, even if I didn't have Layla, I'm like nervous that I'm going to bump into something and break it. So. <laughs> I always get nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I get yeah, so that, nervous. That's very squeaking. <laughs> yeah. I just took his ball away because. <laughs> My God. Psycho. Um, I do want to. I think Home Goods. Is that right? Home Goods mm -hmm. is too, I think. Yeah. yeah. I want to go to Home Goods or TJ Maxx. We just haven't. Haven't gone yet, but. Yeah. 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 Cool. I haven't taken her into Home Goods, but I know some other people that have done something like that. Awesome. Yeah, I really want to, I want to like venture out and go more places besides like Home Depot and Lowe's, but I get nervous. Mm -hmm. Like last yeah, week. Look on Bring Fido. Okay. Um, if you've ever heard of that, it's an app and like a website, I think, and you can like yeah. search for dog friendly um, restaurants and um, businesses. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely have checked that out before. I think last weekend, like after dock diving, we were looking for a restaurant to go to and Sherry Gamja's mom was like calling the restaurants and she was like, is there any dogs there? And they're like, yes. And she's like, okay, where are they sitting? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's just so funny. Like the questions we have to ask because like one restaurant, the dog was sitting and then we went to, we ended up finding a place and they're like, oh, you'll have your own patio section. So we were like, perfect. Like, that's we'll awesome. right there. Yeah, we're like, we'll be right yeah. there. <laughs> Save us that spot. <laughs> yeah. 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 I totally feel that. Even like whenever we go out, we always try to like get a corner table and kind of put her in the corner mm -hmm. um, just so that like nothing can touch us. I know. Yeah. So. Things we have to think about, like, ahead of time, you know? It's crazy. It's really crazy. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, but, yeah, that's that's yeah. all I have. Me too. This was so fun. I really – oh, my God, I'm sorry. I really appreciate no, you're, you. You're okay. <laughs> really, I have go to go play. play. I have obligations. Yeah, go play. <laughs> you're being summoned. Yeah, literally being summoned. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Well, so fun, Caroline. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Um, I'll post this tomorrow, and then I'll also post it on YouTube and podcasts. Okay. So, yeah, be sure to check it out. All right. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Bye.
Bye. You Bye. Too. Bye, everybody.